Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Letting people come in on our various platforms here. I'm actually excited because we have another platform. We'll be we're about to start streaming the uh, services on as well. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> but good evening. It's officially evening now. Good evening. This is yours truly. The uh, this is the Right Reverend Doctor Kenneth K. Boo Jr. Also known to others as the Right Reverend Doctor Sir Maestro. Same person, higher purpose. Amen. Same person, higher purpose. Glory be to God. Uh, you have tuned in to the Real Church of the Desert Cathedral Incorporated headquarters for the How To Fellowship, and I want to welcome you guys as you come in to our midweek engagement and impartation, which is another term for our weekly Bible study. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm excited uh, for this time we have together tonight. Uh, Tonight, we will be starting a new four-part series for uh, Wednesday nights. Tonight will be part one. It is a powerful, powerful series. I highly encourage you guys to like and share the uh, video and to invite whoever you can to come tune in tonight. You don't want to miss this transformative teaching. Uh, it's going to be a lot of breakthrough coming from this teaching over the next uh, four weeks as we dive into God's word with this particular topic that we're going to address starting tonight amen so we're going to open up with a word of prayer uh, after a word of prayer we'll have a brief opening scripture from there we'll go into our time of praise and worship together and from there we'll get into the word and we will uh, celebrate the Eucharist if you um don't have it already uh already uh, excuse me if you don't have it together already uh go ahead and get your juice and crackers or your wine and crackers or however you prefer to do it even if you only got bread and water it's all symbolic have that ready to go because once the word is over and once we do the uh, altar call we will go straight into the celebration of the eucharist amen glory be to god glory be to god we are going forward in the lord with a great great teaching and again it's something that you're going to want to share to everyone it's a teaching that we all definitely need amen oh heavenly father we come to you to this evening first of all thanking you for your goodness and your mercy thanking you for your grace thanking you for your for your anointing thanking you for your power thanking you for your spirit thanking you for your wisdom thanking you for your guidance we confess all sins to you. We repent of anything that is unlike you and ask you to make us better here in the earth to represent you to the max in the name of Jesus. As we go into this time of teaching and fellowship and worship tonight, you know the needs of the people. You know the needs of the people. And one of these needs is the reason that I believe you have me going into this particular teaching tonight. You know the needs. So we thank you in advance for meeting the needs. You know those that need rent paid. You know those that have bills stacked up. You know those that have car issues. You know those that are dealing with health issues. You know those that are dealing with mental issues. You know those that are dealing with spiritual issues. You know those that are dealing with emotional issues. Whatever it is. We thank you in advance for supplying the need. We thank you in advance for showing up. We thank you in advance that somebody's saying this place is my Jehovah Jireh. 
We thank you that in advance somebody's saying this place is my Jehovah Rophe. He Shata. Thank you for healing. Thank you for providing. Thank you for making a way. In your son Jesus' name, I ask you to anoint these lips of clay tonight. Let me say what only you give me the utterance to say. Let me move and think and only how you will lead and guide by guidance of your Holy Spirit, which you instructed would be our guide and teacher. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. From hence now, forevermore, in Jesus' name we do pray. And we all said amen and amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> Excuse me. What we're going to do now, we're going to get into a opening scripture here. Glory be to God. Ah, yes. Give me one second. We're going to get into an opening scripture. And tonight's opening scripture comes from part of our text for our service tonight and part of our text for our overall series. And it's found in the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 20, and we're going to start at the 13th verse. And it reads, All Judah was standing before the Lord with their dependents, their wives, and their children. In the middle of the congregation, the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Geo, son of Mataniah, a Levite from As descendants. And he said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. You will see them coming up the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeril. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and doing of his holy word. And now we're going to get into a time of a little worship and praise so we can get to our sermon tonight. I promise I will not labor uh, or tarry before you long tonight. Amen. It will not be too long, but it is a dynamic series. You want to let everyone know, starting tonight and over the next three to four uh, Wednesday nights, you do not want to miss this teaching, especially if you're looking for financial change, financial breakthrough. You don't want to miss this teaching. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So we're going to open up a little praise and worship, and we will go on from our service. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sure we all know this song. God, we serve. What a mighty God, like we serve. Amen. sure we all know. Grew up on this. Come on, give him the praise. If you feel like dancing this morning, go on and dance. Because he's a mighty yeah, yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say what a mighty 
What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. The angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Yes, he is. He is the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus. Yes, he is the King. Oh yes, he is the Lord of Lords. Is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? He is the King. Whoa, what a mighty God we serve! What a mighty God we serve! The angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore him, the God we serve, the mighty God we serve, what a mighty God we serve, the angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him, what a mighty God we serve, it's mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan. Get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Joy today is mine. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. The angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wherever you at, give the Lord a hand praise. For he is a mighty God and we serve him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He is a mighty God. He is. He is a mighty God. He is. He is. He is. He is. Excuse me. A mighty God. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, he's a mighty God, mighty God. Give him praise, y'all. Give him praise. He is a mighty God. He is an awesome God. He is a wonderful God. Ooh, glory, Father God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm hearing a song in my spirit. Uh, we, we used to sing it something like this. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you cared for me. In such a special way. And yes, I praise you. I lift you up, and Lord, I magnify your name. Hey, that's why my heart is filled with praise. Lift your hands wherever you're at and tell the Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you cared for me in such a special way. And yes, I praise you. I lift you up. And Lord, I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. And they will say like this. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you. You paid the price for me way back on Calvary. And yes, I praise you. I lift you up and Lord, I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Let's tell them one more time, wherever you are. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you cared for me. In such a special way. And yes, I praise you. I lift you up. And Lord, I magnify your name. Oh, Lord, that's why my heart is filled with praise. And they will say, He's a wonder. In my soul, he is a wonder. In my soul, he is a wonder. Thank you, Jesus. In my soul, bless his name. He is a wonder, oh yes, Lord, in my soul. He is a wonder in my soul. He is a wonder, oh yes, Lord, in my in my soul. Bless. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Glory be to God. Glory, glory. We magnify you and lift your name on high. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, give him a praise wherever you are. He's omnipresent. So as he's here with me, guarantee he's there with you as well. He is an omnipresent God and he's, his eyes are everywhere. So we praise him. We magnify him for his goodness and mercy and grace. We praise him for life. We praise him for being amongst the land of the living. We praise him for being able to come together one more time. We thank him because we know he has our best interests at heart. Amen. Continuing with our time of worship. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, we're going to go to a selection that the Lord uh, instructed us to keep in um, our repertoire for the time being until he says otherwise. Amen. <laughs> until he says otherwise. Every time we gather and there's praise and worship going, there's a particular track. That I've been led in my spirit to keep in our rotation until the Lord gives me further direction. Again, we do not own the rights to the music we use. We do not own the rights to the music utilized. Amen. Gotta say that for YouTube. Amen. And and before we continue with this track, uh, to our listeners in our cyber sanctuary at the real church of the desert.com, watch live. We welcome you. Uh, for those that are on Facebook and YouTube, IG, TikTok, etc., we welcome you. Um, looking forward to that welcome, including Spotify this Sunday. Amen. So we welcome all of you. If you're on Facebook or YouTube or any other social media platform watching, please remember if you go to the online uh, cyber sanctuary that's set up at the real church of the desert dot com and click watch live. You have access. If you don't have a Bible, there's an online Bible there for you. There's an online notepad. You can engage with other members of the body uh, and, and strengthen each other. Amen. We're working on all the ways we can keep you guys engaged while we're inching closer and closer to getting in-person services going. Amen. Let's go to our next track so we can move on with service. Amen. Y'all know this is our war cry song that the Lord has us with right now until further until further notice. Amen. This is a war we're in. A war for our souls, a war for our finances, our, our mentality, our spirit, and our emotions. This is a war. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities and powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, according to Ephesians 6 12. Oh, this means war. Somebody look at Satan and say, This means war. That last headache, that last issue, tell him this means war. Enough is enough. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail. But I'm seeing all is well He's attacking every day But I'm watching while I pray No matter the attack I won't turn back Hey, this means war Hey, come on y'all You better get your little movie Cut your step wherever you at As long as you ain't driving Cut that step This means war You gotta let Satan know You not turning back on God You not giving up You are declaring war on Satan Hey, I got joy in my soul 
God is in control. I got Satan on my trail. When I'm seeing all is well, he's attacking every day. When I'm watching while I pray, no matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. Hey, come on. This means war. Y'all better be praise for yourselves. Oh, this means war. You better praise him. Right there with you. This is participation, not spectation now. I plead, I plead the blood. Somebody to plead the blood today. I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. Are you pleading the blood today? I plead, I plead the blood. In the rain, but the blood is still the same. Whatever's going wrong. My war clothes are home. I might be in the days, but you can't have my praise. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. Hey, come on, y'all. This means war. My, 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 my. This means war. Oh, yes. This means war. Hey, hey, hey. I plead, I plead the blood I plead, I plead the blood Oh yes I plead, I plead the blood I plead, I plead the blood You can't have my family You can't have my increase you can't have my breakthrough. Let them know. You can't have my. You can't have my. You can't. You can't. You can't. I plead. That's power. I plead. I plead the blood. Ooh. I plead. I plead the blood. Hey. I plead. I plead the blood. This means war. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, this means war. Come on, y'all. This means war. Who said you can't praise God virtually? We are determined. Hey. Oh, yes. This means war. Oh, 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 oh. This means Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil, to stand evil in the day, and having done all to stand, to stand. Give about Koshata, stand, fight. Give about Koshata. Oh yes, we gotta show up to the battle, people. The battle is the Lord's, but we must show up to the battle line. Let them know you can't have the family. You can't have my increase. Tell Satan he can't have it. You can't have my breakthrough. You can't have my, you can't have my, you can't, you can't, you can't, hey. That's power.
Oh yes, let them know this means war. You can't be breaking down and falling out. My, 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 my. You gonna break out your prayer. Break out your Hallelujah. You gonna break out some prayer. This means war. Let them know, let them know, church, you ain't playing with them. This means war. This means war, this means war. Hey! Come on, praise them wherever you are. Wherever you are. Give them the praise. Oh, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This means war. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This means war. Glory be to God. God. And mercy, we praise him for his wondrous acts. He by Kosata. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Ah, we plead the blood in the name of Jesus. We come together, we're two or three, uh, gathered in your name, you're in the midst, and even in the virtual assembly, as you're here with me, you're there with them, so you are in the midst, and we praise you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Have your way in this service. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in our circumstances. Have your way in our matters. Move right now on behalf of your people in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we declare war. We are showing up ready to fight in the army of the Lord. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We put on the helmet of salvation. We take up the shield of faith. We take up the sword of the spirit. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, glory be to God. Hayasata. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I, 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 the Lord, before we move on, I'm not going to do it too much because the Lord gave me this the other day. And it's to minister to everybody. And it'll be out, actually released in a couple of days. But just, I just want to prophesy to you a couple words ahead of time. That you guys will be able to get downloaded in a few days <laughs> that the Lord gave me. And that is, uh, uh, um, <laughs> repeat after me wherever you are. Just repeat after me and keep this in your spirit, in the spirit of true belief and faith. <laughs> He's working it out for me. He's working out for me. Oh, all that I need is working out for me. Is working out for me. Is working out for me. Oh, all that I need is working out for me. Oh, glory to God is working in my favor. Is working in my favor. Is working in my favor. Is working out for me. All that concerneth me. 
all that concerneth me. All that concerneth me yeah, is working out for me. He's working it out for me. He's working it out for me. Oh, all that I need is working out for me. I prophesy that to you in the name of Jesus that whatever you're going through is working out for you. Is working out for you. Oh, all that I need and all that you need is working out for us. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to prophesy that to you on this evening. The Lord gave me that simple song the other day, and you guys will be able to get it via Spotify and iTunes and all that prayerfully before the weekend is over in the name of jesus we're gonna clean it up and get that out for you guys so it can minister to you in your personal time with the lord one more time is working out for you is working out for you oh, all that you need is working out for you i prophesy is working out for you is working out for you oh, that concerneth you yeah. he's working it out for you he babakosata glory hallelujah thank you jesus thank you he babakosata one more time but this time place it place your hand on yourself and repeat after me is working out for me he's working it out for me oh, 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 all that i need yeah. he's working it out for me hallelujah hallelujah we proclaim and prophesy supernatural intervention in the lives of your people tonight in the name of jesus supernatural intervention supernatural testimonies more the greater the greater the greater he there's no mountain there's no 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 stack of nothing no nothing that's too hard for god hey he in the name of jesus all right i'm getting a little happy over here his work and out for me hey gotta get that in your spirit and believe it oh the just shall live by faith the just you and i shall live literally our currency is faith in the name of jesus to do exceedingly to do abundantly to do far above what we can even think or imagine or ask in the name of jesus amen we come to that next part of the service where it's time to give amen to the next part of worship where it's time to give uh this is a part of a way of worshiping the Lord, whether you worship with your finances and with your time and your talent, which is what we believe the true tithe. It's finances, time, and talent. God gave you 24 hours today that you didn't have yesterday. How much did you dedicate that to him outside of this time we're spending together? How much one-on-one -on -one time did you tithe to him in his word and in prayer? 
how much of your talents are you tithing to God, whether in the local church or whether things that you can do in your own life to be a blessing. That stranger you came across may have been an angel undis uh, unawares in disguise. In the name of Jesus. So we don't believe it's finances alone. We do believe finance is a part of it because it takes finances to accomplish kingdom business in this earthly realm. That's just how it goes like any other scenario. But it does include time and talent as well. So you see the given prompts on the screen, church app. You can go to the website, therealchurchofthedesert.com forward slash give. We have the Giveify up. You can COD Cathedral Cash app, the same with Venmo. And if you look in the post in most of our uh, social media platforms where we're live, you see the text to give information right there for you as well. Um, the text to give is there for you as well. Yeah, if you text give to 833-245. Uh, 7961 you can give via text to give as well it's not about bishop it's not about getting that bishop this thing for bishop this is getting something to you from god you obeying god you contributing uh free willing to his kingdom work in the fertile ground and trust me you will see that you can never be god given amen all finances right now outside of covering basic expenses uh, for the ministry to uh, function, if you didn't know, the even multi-streaming costs, the software costs, a lot of the things we do to manage you guys' information and keep your giving up to date in real time and not have to wait to the end of the year. It all costs. The facility we're going to talk about in detail costs, and God has given us favor with that, but it still costs. Amen. So we believe that he's blessing you. We're going to say a blessing real quick for those that have given already. We have some people that gave already this week and that are still giving. So we're going to say a blessing over you. We're going to say a blessing over those that are considering sowing tithes and offerings with us this evening. We're going to say a blessing for those who are looking just to do a donation. Of, of, of love, a donation of support, a donation of a thank you to the Lord for all he's blessed you with. That is, that is separate from your tithe and offering in the name of Jesus. So we humbly come before you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the gifts and the givers. We ask a special blessing on your tithers in the name of Jesus. For they are obeying you with their tenth of their time, of their talent, and their finances. And we ask a supernatural move in their life right now in the name of Jesus. A supernatural harvest for every tither under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. Open up the windows of heaven and honor your word that says that you will pour them out a blessing uh, that they wouldn't even have room to receive. So we claim that in their lives in the name of Jesus. Some 60, some, some, some 80, some even 100 fold. We ask you to bless the givers in their offerings. Those who have given separate from tithing offers that just want to be a blessing to the work of the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Bless them, increase, increase, multiply, and let them know that they have sown into good ground, into a good work in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the Lord, touch the heart of your peoples and give them what they should contribute. Outside of tithe and offering in the name of Jesus. We know the tithe belongs to you. So we thank you for the obedience of the people. And we thank you for the free will offerings. We ask you to bless everyone. And those that didn't have it to give. But that, but that really want to give. We ask you to bless them in the name of Jesus. That they may have it to give the next time. All those who have given thus far this week. All those that are giving tonight. All those that are giving later on when they see the replay. I ask blessings and grace. 
supernatural intervention in all their affairs. In the mighty name of Jesus, we hold you to your word. You told us to put you to the test, so we put you to the test. In our obedience, in our giving, and there are those of us that are just giving out of a thank you, Lord. Thank you for the job. Thank you for the business. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for another day of life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for covering our families and our children. Thank you that no hurt, harm, or danger has come near our dwelling. Thank you for interceding just in the nick of time in our, on our behalf in our affairs. We ask your favor and blessings right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. And we all said amen. I'm going to give you guys one or two moments to complete your gifts. As as you know, uh, Bishop does take his own Kool-Aid, as I always so, say. So Bishop is about to give right now as well because Bishop does <coughs> excuse me, drink his own Kool-Aid. We're thankful. For all the gifts and givers thus far, they're getting us closer to our in-person facilities. And y'all going to love the update I'm going to give y'all before the word tonight on that. Um, amen. We're thankful. We're thankful. And we are appreciative. Uh, and we're thankful that it has been confirmed and affirmed more than once. This is absolutely great soil. The Lord is with us. Folk got testimony after testimony. I'm telling y'all, Bishop been like, Lord, okay, come on now. Everybody else getting their testimonies. Through this good soil now, Bishop ready to cash in on his testimonies. Amen now. But uh, I say that jokingly because honestly, I'm about to share a testimony in a minute in the name of Jesus because he's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. And I'm going to do the text to give tonight. I'm going to do the text to give in the name of Jesus. You know, you have to practice what you preach. In the name of Jesus. If you haven't liked and shared yet, please like and share. Uh, it is a mighty word tonight. You you want to invite as many people as you can to get to this word tonight. It is the start of a four-part series we're going to be handling on Wednesday nights. And it is going to be promising to be transformative and a true blessing and breakthrough for all those attending. Amen. Give you one or two more seconds. Uh, Bishop is giving via text to give. Amen. Glory be to God. We have to practice what we preach. Let me just take that off of there because it will be much quicker. Amen. Give you guys another second or two while I'm doing mines as well. We practice what we preach at the real church in the desert cathedral. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And for those, <clears throat> excuse me, after we make this announcement tonight, for those that want to contribute to the uh, project of the COD uh, Cathedral Complex that we're halfway to uh, occupying right now, actually, um, when you go on the giving portal, if you scroll down to building fund, that's where those funds are going. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Ah, yes. Let me make sure I got my right card saved in here. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all excuse my time, but as you see, Bishop, when I say I practice what I preach, Bishop practice what he's preach. So I'm going to make sure 
that I'm also following in line. Amen. Glory be to God. <clears throat> Glory. So let's continue in our service. Let's continue in our service. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Amen. Let me step over here. It's time to stand up and prepare to deliver the word of the Lord to you, God's most precious people. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Glory be to God. It is time. Somebody say it is time for the word. Uh, hold on one second. Okay, we're okay. Okay, we're okay. I thought I saw a glitch. We're okay. We're okay. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Mm. I'm feeling something in my spirit tonight. Oh, yes, Lord. Glory be to God. Again, if you're just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a real church of the Desert Cathedral Incorporated headquarters for the How To Fellowship. I am the Right Reverend Dr. Kenneth K. Booth Jr., uh, also known by others as the Right Reverend Dr. Uh, Sir Maestro, same person, higher purpose. Amen. Glory be to God. Y'all give me one second. We here. We here. We here. One second. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. We are here. One second. One second. I uh, excuse me for that. We are about to get started. Amen. Glory to God. Give me one second. Our camera just the camera right there just just decided to reset. Give me one second and we will continue right now. I'm back. I'm back. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you for your patience. We just had a temporary, temporary. If you like me and you got a puppy, sometimes the puppy messes with your camera cord at the wrong time. And the Lord knows we are determined to stand up today. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. But we might have to sit down due to what just happened. Oh, here we go. There we go. We are back. Praise the Lord. We are back. All right. Let's continue with Bible study. We are back. Glory be to God. Amen. I apologize for that. Thank y'all for y'all patience. Um, I have a little puppy. 
And uh, sometimes she knocks the cord at the wrong time. But God is good. We're going to continue. We're going to continue. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to continue. Uh, real briefly, uh, quick update. So a lot of you guys know we've been preparing to get into our in-person services as soon as possible. Uh, keep in mind with this announcement that we've only been legally incorporated for two months, a little over two months, basically about two and a half months. We've been legally incorporated in that little time. God is working miracles and wonders. I have been a part of circles and ministries that not throwing any shade at all. It's all a testimony to God's glory and his confirmation that he's with us. I have been a part of uh, ministries that things that we're accomplishing in just two and a half months took them years to accomplish so i have to say thank you lord for confirmation that this is our time this is our season in the name of jesus uh, a side note to write down that i'll be dealing with soon is how it has been confirmed in my spirit that this indeed is the joshua season this is the joshua season Make sure you write that down because we're going to come to that in a few days and we're going to really look at that. But this is the Joshua season. And for those that understand what I mean by this is the Joshua season right now, type or say, amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Glory be to God. But um, with this update, with that being said, God has given us favor already uh, for those that would love to contribute. Um, we're not looking to just do in-person services. We have a whole proposal over here that I've been uh, talking to people about. We have a couple potential investors and partners and things that are looking forward to working with us. Uh, we're looking at a complex right now that we're looking to acquire in a neighborhood that really needs the Lord and where we it's really prime and perfect to do the will of the Lord. I mean, that neighborhood is prime and perfect for the Lord. The complex is right off the, right off the freeway, easy access. You know, we want to be a part of the fabric of the community. We want to help rebuild it and revitalize it and not just bring the word of God, which is first and foremost, but lead the charge with opportunities and employment and a lot of other things that will help the community. So the property technically is going uh, for $4.9 million. And it has various units, uh, some we're going to rent out to business owners to help with residual income for the church. And some we're going to retain for ourselves for ministry. Uh, the property is going for 4.9. But how many of you guys know that we got millionaire, million dollar faith over here? You understand what I'm saying? We trust him to do five or five million. It don't matter. He's the same God in the name of Jesus. But you got to have that in your soul. So. Uh, it's technically going for uh, for five million, basically four point nine 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 nine. So let's just say five million. So as of now, the seller of the property has communicated to me through their representative that if the church come with fifty percent, they will carry the other fifty percent as a first mortgage for us. So technically, the church is only looking to raise technically two mil. They told us come. They told us as of today. Put together the two million, we'll carry the rest. This is the seller speaking. That's one option. If the Lord makes a way for us to just do it all together, then instead of five million with them carrying uh 50% as the first for us, um, we also have the option to put together resources and just get the whole property at three to three point five flat without doing all that. That's option two. 
And option three that we're presently negotiating right now as we speak that I should have answers to tomorrow is what would it take if we want to do a lease to buy option on it, which I'm told is the possibility as well. So when I say God has given us favor, well, he's given us favor, favor. Amen. In the name of Jesus, it just keeps going down and down and down. The requirements just keep getting a little easier, a little easier, a little easier to obtain. We do need your help. We're going to have play things there. We want to have a, uh, we plan on putting a little gym there so that women can learn self-defense training. So young men can put the guns down and come in like men and learn the sport of boxing and things like that and resolve problems with conflict resolution and end it with the word and friendship or at least peace. In the name of Jesus, we want to put a daycare there. We're going to have our bookstore uh, uh, um, as well as the main sanctuary. So there's a few things we want to do as well as open up some of the property for the community to get in there and get them business businesses going as well because we are high advocates of entrepreneurship. Amen. High advocates, big advocates of entrepreneurship. And excuse me for you, those of you guys in the main sanctuary, I didn't post the link for you guys. If you decide you want to give, um, there you go. Amen. So that's the update. God is doing a wondrous thing. I didn't say for a storefront. No offense to the storefronts. I didn't say for a single property. No offense to the single properties. I'm saying this is the path God has us on to not just have a place of worship, but have a place where we can be a benefit to the community that we serve. We could be a literal part of the fabric of rebuilding and revitalizing a community. Uh, many of you guys don't know. I just learned it recently, um, which I'm embarrassed to say because I'm also running for city council out here right now, 7th Ward, San Bernardino. Um, I just recently found out that the uh, county of San Bernardino and the city of San Bernardino just recently came out of uh, bankruptcy. So this project will also help bring resources into the county and into the city. And we're in discussions with them right now as we speak on different ways we can partner together to get this accomplished. Um, the church is also looking at launching, um, as we've approved the Lena's house project named after my mom, rest in peace, uh, which we plan on starting with one to two homes that will temporarily house women that are escaping, being trafficked, that are in very abusive relationships. We want to help you out. We see the need and we will provide temporary housing there. We would employ them ourselves and help them get gainful employment from there unless they stay with us and ultimately get them help them get uh, a place of their own in the name of Jesus. The starting point will be one or two houses. And you might say there's a lot going on right now, but God has given us a vision and he will see it to flourishing. Um, I'm currently negotiating with the city now to get on this surplus list. They have coming up. They have another surplus list coming up in a few weeks. The church is going to be on that list. Uh, they're giving away another 40 properties of land and property itself. No cost. We want to be on that list and hopefully get some stuff and use it for God's glory. Also, the church will be at the first tax uh, auction for out here for property, land and buildings and all that. The first tax auction they're holding is in August, in the end of August. We will be there. Whatever the God, whatever God wants to do, whatever doors he wants to open. We're going to take the finances we can and we're going to go in there expecting to leave with properties that fit the vision that God has given us. So, again, I just want to give you all a quick update before 
we get going a lot of you guys already have logged into the site you see where your giving is going you see a record of it most churches make you wait to the end of the year to get a given statement with us once a week there's a, a, a update in your accounts and everything is made made sure it's verified and accurate a minimum of once a week so when you log in you see all the giving you've given thus far throughout the year and you don't have to wait to the end of the year to see that amen and glory be to god i think I think that's all the announcements for now. So please do help us with the vision that God has given us. Be a part of history. Be a part of something that will be life-changing. If you know people that will want to donate, every gift given is fully tax deductible. So if you know businesses, families, individuals that can see the positivity that something like this will bring, uh, please do uh, donate. All donations are welcome. And this Sunday, I'll briefly give you guys a little bit more details that I'll have um, as we're going full force in that. Um, but we're basically, technically, based on the options that's worked out, you could say we 50% of the way there. And God is good. Amen. Thank him for favor. Thank him for favor. Thank him for favor. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now let's get to the word. Amen. Father God, we thank you and praise you for this time together. I ask you to announce, to anoint these lips of clay. All of you and none of me. All of you and none of me. And we ask these favors and blessings in Jesus' name. Only allow me to speak what you would have me to speak tonight. Spirit move, Holy Spirit move up and down the aisles of our heart. Move up and down the aisles of our mind. Move up and down the aisles of our emotions and our spirit. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. And a quick note for those of you guys that want to see the property we're talking about, where we're halfway done with the process and negotiations and getting that locked in. Um, if you go on the church's social media we uh, website, any of the social media pages, I recently shared a picture and some info on it the other night as I was working on our project proposal for the city. Amen. And glory be to God. Well, we are embarking on a new four-part series on Wednesday nights, starting tonight. Um, a new four-part series starting on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, starting tonight. <laughs> Amen. Um, tonight is the first part of this four-part series. Um, and let me do this first. Let me do this first. Um, let me remind you guys that the battle belongs to the Lord. Whatever you're facing, the battle belongs to the Lord. Whatever we're facing, no matter how difficult, no matter how impossible it seems, how many of you know that God specializes in the impossible? The more impossible a situation seems, that's prime, prime time for God to show up and show out on your behalf in the name of Jesus, on our behalf. Make sure Bishop cover yourself in that too. Amen. So the battle belongs to the Lord, but we have to show up for the battle. We have to show up for the battle. And we should invite God into our financial lives and trust him with the process as well. But we know that he is also going to require our participation in the process, in the process. <laughs> um, 
Bow your heads real quick because I had a little prayer here that was separate from what I just said. Bow your heads quickly and uh, repeat after me wherever you are watching. Repeat after me. Lord, when it comes to our finances, we confess that so often we are in a situation similar to Jehoshaphat. For we are powerless against the great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do. But our eyes are on you. Amen. But we also believe that this battle belongs to you. We entrust it to your care. Amen. We can find that based off of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Uh, today we are starting a four-week sermon series inspired by a book entitled, entitled Simple Money, Rich Life. Simple money, rich life. If you're watching, type in the screen, simple money, rich life. That is the title of our series for the next four Wednesdays, starting tonight that we're together. <coughs> Excuse me. And let your people know, if they want to get this one, this is Wednesday night only. What we deal with on Sunday will be totally separate. In the name of Jesus. Um, we also on Sunday, we just came out of a four part series, um, uh, uh, Faith Unleashed um, or Unfazed Faith Unleashed. And if you didn't catch that four part series over the last four Sundays, you might want to go back and watch that. It was a great teaching. But OK, uh, 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 this series is inspired and based off the book, Simple Money, Rich Life. As the title suggests, we're going to talk about a topic that affects every one of us, which is money. And it is a safe bet that regardless of what your financial life looks at, like at this moment, you have had moments where you needed God to show up in your financial life. Amen. Maybe you felt like no matter which direction you turned, there was something negative staring you down. In times like these, we can feel like the odds are so stacked against us that there is no point in making any decision. We get paralyzed. Though our enemies may not be flesh and blood, we feel vulnerable to powerful enemies on every side of us. Your bishop has been through many situations where I felt like that, where I felt like there are powerful enemies on all sides, all stacks were against me. There was no way I saw out the scenarios and it was just, God, I need you to show up. Uh, 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 and I felt very vulnerable at these times, very vulnerable in my faith, very vulnerable in my walk. Uh, there were times where I was tempted to revert back to the old man and the old way of doing things to get by. But I had to remind myself that the just shall live by faith. And without faith, it's impossible to even please God. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God. But the bishop has been there. And the bishop still faces things. But the bishop determines to do what God has called me to do. And I'm determined to see the manifestation of his goodness, to see the salvation of the Lord in every affair that concerneth me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and, and, and real quick before I continue what I want to do, write down Second Chronicles chapter 20. <laughs> this, this series 
the main scripture for the series is second chronicles chapter 20 second chronicles chapter 20 and before we go further something i rarely do i normally only focus on certain scriptures that we're dealing with but i'm being led to read that entire chapter as the series is based off that chapter as it's our main scripture so please go to second chronicles chapter 20 second chronicles chapter 20 uh you find that after kings and all that towards the front of the bible second chronicles chapter 20 and if you don't have it yet write that down so you can go back to it later we're going to read that real briefly in the esv version or the english standard version and then i'm going to get back into our teaching amen and it's written after this the moabites and the ammonites together with some of the menunites came to fight against jehoshaphat people came and told jehoshaphat a vast number from beyond the dead sea and from edom has come to fight against you they are already in hazan tamar this is in ingedi jehoshaphat was afraid and he resolved to seek the lord then he proclaimed the fast for all judah then he proclaimed the fast for all Judah. Then he proclaimed the fast for all Judah who gathered to seek the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat, uh, let me go back. I just want you to make a note of that. I apologize. Make a note that he resolved, number one, he resolved to seek the Lord. So write that down. He, he resolved to seek the Lord. Jehoshaphat was afraid. We get afraid. But he resolved to seek the Lord. Then after that. Point two. He proclaimed a fast for all Judah. He sought. And he fasted. Uh, and he, he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Who gathered to seek the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah. <clears throat> And Jerusalem in the Lord's temple before the new courtyard. He said, Lord God, our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? Lord God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand and no one can stand against you. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and who gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in the land and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name and have said and have said if disaster comes on us, sword or judgment, pestilence or famine, we will stand before this temple and before you for your name is in this temple. We will cry out to you because of our distress and you will hear and deliver. You will hear and deliver. Now, here are the Ammonites, the Moabites, the, in, the inhabitants of Mount Seir. You did not let Israel invade them when Israel came out of the land of Egypt. But Israel turned away from them and did not destroy them. Look how they repay us by coming to drive us out of your possession that you gave us as an inheritance. Our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this vast number that comes to fight against us. We do not know what to do, but we look to you. All Judah was standing before the Lord with their dependents, their wives and their children. In the middle of the congregation, the spirit of the Lord came on Jezel, 
son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Geo, son of Mataniah, a Levite from As descendants. And he said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. You will see them coming up the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jural. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves. I'm trying to tell y'all something. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow go out to face them for the Lord is with you. Then Jehoshaphat knelt uh, low with his face to the ground and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord to worship him. Then the Levites from the sons of the Kohites or the Kohites and the Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel shouting loudly. In the morning they got up early and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. As they were about to go out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. Then he consulted with the people and appointed some to sing for the Lord and some to praise the splendor of his holiness. When they went out in front of the armed forces, they kept singing. Give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. The moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set an ambush against the Ammonites, Moabites, and the inhabitants of Mount Sur, who came to fight against Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and the Moabites turned against the inhabitants of Mount Sur and completely annihilated them. When they had finished with the inhabitants of Sur, they helped destroy each other. When Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked for the large army, but there were only corpses lying on the ground. Nobody had escaped. Then Jehoshaphat and his people went together to plunder. They found among them an abundance of goods on the bodies and uh, valuable items. So they stripped them until nobody could carry anymore. They were gathering the plunder for three days because there was so much. They assembled in the valley of, of Barak. On the fourth day, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, that place is still called the Valley of Barak today. Then all the men of Judah and Jerusalem turned back with Jehoshaphat, their leader, returning joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord enabled them to rejoice over their enemies. So they came into Jerusalem to the Lord's temple with harp, lyres, and trumpets. The terror of God was on all the kingdoms of the lands when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then Jehoshaphat's kingdom, then Jehoshaphat's kingdom was quiet for as God gave him rest on every side. I say then Jehoshaphat's kingdom was quiet for God gave him rest on every side in the name of Jesus. Jehoshaphat became king over Judah. He was 35 years old when he became king and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Azabah, daughter of Shehi, Shili. Excuse me. He walked in the ways of Asa, his father. He did not turn away from it, but did what was right in the Lord's sight. However, the high places were not taken away. 
The people had not yet set their hearts on the God of their ancestors. The rest of the events of Jehoshaphat's reign from beginning to end are written in the events of Jehu, uh, son of Hanani, which is recorded in the book of Israel's kings. After this, Judah's king Jehoshaphat made an alliance with Israel's king Isaiah, who was guilty of wrongdoing. Jehoshaphat formed an alliance with them to make ships to go to Tarshish. They made the ships in Eziongerber. Then Eleazar, son of Dodavu of Marasha, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you formed an alliance with Isaiah, the Lord has broken up what you have made. So the ships were wrecked and were not able to go to Tarshish. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and doing of his word. Okay. So that was second chronicles chapter 20 uh chapter 20 second chronicles chapter 20 which is the main subject basis for our series our four-part series that we're starting tonight <clears throat> excuse me let's get back to the lesson now i know that we can all feel overwhelmed with our finances at times and all we see are bills, unmet desires, and mountain guilt for how we botched our handling of God's money. Yeah, you thought that was your money. That's God's money. But we ain't going to go there. It's God's money, and he allows us to be a steward of it. But he owns all the silver and gold. So again, all we see are bills, unmet desires, and mounting guilt for how we've botched our handling of God's money that is why in these next four weeks we'll be talking about how to steward our finances well uh, John Wesley a famed evangelist from the 18th century once wrote this I gain all I can namely by writing without hurting either my soul or body I save all I can not willingly wasting anything not a sheet of paper not a cup of water Yet by giving all I can, I am effectively secured from laying up treasures upon earth. I am secured from either desiring or endeavoring it as long as I give all I can. Like Wesley here, we have the opportunity to save all we can, earn all we can, give all we can, and enjoy it all. For God's glory, we will spend the next four weeks explaining each of these principles. And today we begin with a story tucked away in one of those books of scripture you probably haven't read much. Second Chronicles chapter 20. And in a moment, we will read about King Jehoshaphat. He's in a situation where he certainly felt as described earlier. He has enemies on every side, every side who are threatening to destroy him. And as we read through this text, look and we'll and we look for how Jehoshaphat responds. As we read through it, look for how he responds. And also notice in the story what God does and what the people are required to do. Again, this is a four-part series we're starting based off the book Simple Money, Rich Life. And uh, this is part one. And part one is simply the battle is his, but we got to show up. Part one is the battle is his. It's the Lord's. But we, us, we must still show up to the battle. 
So again, as we read through this text, look for how Jehoshaphat responds and also notice in the story what God does and what the people are required to do. Let's go back into our text and we're going to zone in on 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verses 1 through 23. And let's read that again. And this is uh, in NIV. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Minyanites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom. From the other side of the Dead Sea, it is already in Hezon Tamar, or that is Engedi. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed the fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek, from the, to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in the front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of, of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. Our God did. Did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and gave it? forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend they have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name saying if calamity comes upon us whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us but now here are men from Ammon Moab and Mount Sarah whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. <laughs> Excuse me. See how they are repaying us. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that, that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Mataniah, a Levite and descendant of As. As he stood in the assembly, he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites and the Korthites and Korites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and the people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will, and you will be successful. And after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. 
as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did you notice? Did you notice how Jehoshaphat turned to God with the reality of what he was facing? I say, did you notice how Jehoshaphat turns to God with the reality of what he was facing? He was specific. His prayer was not a general God, we are in trouble type of prayer. It was pointed and direct. He knew which enemies they were facing and what trouble they were causing. And he gave that to the Lord. Did you also notice the words of the prophet Jezel? He calmed the fears of Jehoshaphat and the people by putting things into an eternal perspective mm -hmm. he reminded them that the battle belongs to the lord amen there was one other thing for us to notice in this section even though the battle belongs to the lord they had to show up to the battle even though the battle belongs to the lord they had to show up to the battle God still required the army of Judah to march down to the battle line and the same is true for your financial situation today the battle is the Lord's but you have to show up mm. the main point of 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 isn't about how to get out of financial debt but there is a general principle we see in this text that I believe we can use to help us with our own battles with money. Amen. In this text, we see the battle belongs to the Lord, but we must entrust our real situation to him. <laughs> Point one, write this down. The battle belongs to the Lord, but we must entrust our real a real situation to him. If you begin a weight loss journey, one of your first steps is to hop on the scale. Why? Because you want to have an honest assessment of where you're at. You need to know the problem and the depth of the problem. Notice the specifics of 2 Chronicles 20 and 2. They said a great multitude are coming against him. While we might make, uh, while we might uh, like a little more specific, uh, specific number here, they are still defining it as a large amount. They also noted that they are coming from Edom. They are coming from beyond the sea and they are already in Hazan Tamar. This is a specific threat. What would have happened if Jehoshaphat had been given instructions that a certain number of people were in a certain place who aimed to do him harm? This would have left the king with more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. He would have more questions than answers. Should he take this as a serious threat? Are we, uh, are we talking 
about 15 people or 15,000 people? Are these people who are our next door neighbors or are they a couple of thousand miles away? And are they just upset or have they already started arranging for battle? I understand the difficulty of information. It has been said before that we would rather believe a lie than an uncomfortable truth. Sometimes we would rather not know information than have to come to grips with negative information. Amen. Uh, I, I find myself currently as your bishop. I have days where I have to encourage myself in the Lord and I have to stay full of faith and stay focused on the promises of God and what he's called us to. Uh, the task we're at now with all the favor we're getting with uh, 50% being offered to be covered in finances and all these different things. The bishop still goes through it just like you. And I have to remind myself of God's promises in the stay in faith. Not wavering to the left or to the right, but staying firm and staying committed. And when I saw the, when I first came across the property and the Lord, this the one, this the neighborhood, went over there, checked it out, checked out the neighborhood, this the one. Um, I said, well, my God, we've only been incorporated for two and a half months. How are we supposed to cover a $5 million property? Well, next thing you know, they lowered, they said, well, we'll take care of 50% of the finances. So you only got to worry about 50%. Then it becomes, uh, or you have the option to just get a lower overall sale price. If you came with three, the 3.5, ended at that. And now they're considering what they would do with at least the option, at least the uh, own option. Favor of God, moving, moving, moving. But I still see the the mountain in my flesh. But my spirit says, we speak to the mountain and it's removed. My spirit says, what well, God, God guides, he provides. My spirit and confidence in the Lord Reminds me that we are covered under our blood covenant that was cut with the shed blood of Jesus. There are things that have been willed to us and we have to go out, show up to the battle and claim it. And initially, your bishop, I hesitated. Why am I going to check out this property? Why am I going to reach out to these people? We have to show up to the battle. Sometimes showing up to the battle, my brother, my sister is just stepping out on faith, making that call, making that drive, stepping out. Walking around praising the Lord, wherever the soles of my feet shall tread shall be mine. He gives it unto me in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. And, and there are more principles and promises God makes to us. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the same thing is true of our finances. We tend to live in a vague general, uh, uh, in vague generalities because the reality may be too difficult to look at. But in Second Chronicles 20, Jehoshaphat received staggering news. It frightened him, but he turned to the Lord for help. Tell whoever you're around, you can always turn to the Lord for help. And when it comes to money, how often are we not actually looking at what is God, what is going on with our finances? Hoping that by burying our heads in the sand, it'll just disappear. That it would just 
disappear. Oh, give me one second. Oh, glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. One second. Now, this is an emergency. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a lie. The devil don't want y'all to hear this word. Don't want y'all to hear this word. I have to respond to this, y'all. Excuse me. The devil is a lie. The devil just calls folk to... But I had to respond to that, but Satan the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus. He The devil don't want y'all to get this word tonight, but y'all about to get this word, amen. Let's go back. We're gonna get some breakthrough in our finances today and over the next three weeks, three or four weeks. The same, so let's go back. The same thing is true for our finances. We tend to live in vague generalities because the reality may be too difficult to look at, but in 2 Chronicles 20. Jehoshaphat received staggering news. It frightened him, but he turned to the Lord for help. And when it comes to money, how often are we not actually looking at what is going on with our finances? Hoping that by burying our heads in the sand, it will just, it will just disappear. Point number two, the battle belongs to the Lord, but we must show up. So point one was the battle belongs to the Lord, but we must entrust our real situation to him. Now, point number two, the battle belongs to the Lord, but we must show up. In second Chronicles 25 through 12, Jehoshaphat prays to the Lord for protection. He gives an accurate assessment of the situation to God in prayer. But he also remembers the covenant God made with him. He knew God promised this land to them. The prayer that the people pray in verse 12 might be a great prayer for beginning a journey towards financial freedom. And that prayer being found in 2 Chronicles 20:12. For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. And we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Somebody say, keep your eyes stayed on Jesus. This battle is too big for us to conquer on our own. Left to ourselves, we will not be, a, we will not be good stewards of the land of the promises God has given to us. We will always put them in peril. God answered, <clears throat> excuse me, God answered the prayer of the king through a prophet named Jehaziel. And the Lord reminded the people that this battle belonged to the Lord. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. That is true of our finances as well. It is true that you are the one who has signed your name to the debt. It is you who the creditors will be calling, yes, but your finances ultimately belong to the Lord. It is all his. 
And he is dedicated to your financial redemption. He is dedicated to your overall redemption. The battle belongs to the Lord. No matter how big your financial challenge is, the battle isn't yours. The battle is the Lord's. What would you expect to be the response here? Do you expect the Israelites to go back home and continue on with their life as normal, having handed this mountainous problem over to God? That's not what happens. Actually, immediately after this word from the Lord through Jehaziel, the text tells us that Jehaziel continued to instruct them. They were to go down against them. They were not going to have to fight in this battle. But only stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Oh, glory. Somebody ought to be praising them right now. Let's say that again. They, they were, Their instructions were to go down against them. They were not going to have to fight in this battle, but only stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. They were told similar words to those spoken to Joshua many years before. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. The principle here isn't that we just have to stand firm in our debt and wait for God to solve our financial problems. Let me say that again. And the principle here is not that we have that we just have to stand firm in our debt and wait for God to solve our financial problems. The principle here is that the battle belongs to the Lord, but he calls on us to show up. To the fight. Don't make the mistake of thinking that because it's his battle, he won't require you to do something. And often that something has to be done before you see the miracle. Jehoshaphat and Judah had to march down to the battle line against a far superior army before God delivered them. Moses had to walk up to the Red Sea and stretch out his staff before it parted the sea. The disciples had to begin distributing the food before it was multiplied to feed the 5,000. And if they hadn't acted on their faith, do you think those miracles would have happened? But my God is bigger than any financial problem we face. Uh, 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 but we have to be willing to step out in faith to see the miracle fulfilled. And oftentimes that step of faith is a natural step God uses to do the supernatural. It's also important for us to remember why we care about finances in the first place. One of the reasons is practical. There is a story told of Elijah outrunning a chariot. But he tucked in his cloak before he started running. Elijah outran a chariot, but before he did, he tied up his cloak. If God had given him supernatural speed, but he had been, but he, but, but he 
uh, uh, he'd have been stripping on his cloak the whole way, he probably wouldn't have been able to outrun the chariot after all. But Elijah took a natural step, so the supernatural thing God was going to do would not be hindered. What natural step might God be calling you to so that when he does see the supernatural in your financial life, it isn't hindered? Let me say that again. What natural step might God be calling you to do so that when he does the supernatural in your financial life, it isn't hindered? Mm. In what ways do you need to show up? And engage in your finances this week. In what way do we need to show up. And engage in our finances. This week. Let's pray together. Let's pray. I want to pray for somebody tonight. I want to pray for somebody tonight. I want to pray for somebody. Who may be struggling in their finances tonight. Struggling in finances, lack of finances, mismanagement of finances, lack of opportunities. I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for someone who may have never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior tonight. Yes, I do. I would love to introduce you to the master, to the Messiah, to the soon returning king, Jesus the Christ, Jesus the anointing one and his anointing. I want to pray for you. Maybe you got away. Maybe you were already saved and you got away. You backslid. I want to pray for you and I want to invite you back home. The father's arms are still waiting for you outstretched in the name of Jesus. I want to pray that God gives us the wisdom this week and what natural steps he would like us to take to see the supernatural take place in our finances on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your word. We thank you and praise you for your word. We thank you and praise you for your instructions, for your guidance, for your wisdom. We thank you for your promises, Lord. We thank you that as we determine to show up to the battle this week, that the battle ain't ours, it's yours. And that as we show up to the battle, you're already fighting it. And you've already given us the victory in our presence. We thank you for letting us this week see your salvation in our affairs in the name of Jesus. There's somebody, there's somebody, oh, we thank you for the testimony that's already being wrought to us right now in the name of Jesus. Bills are paid. Abundance is in the midst. You are working that thing out. We thank you for the wisdom on what natural steps to take to see the supernatural take place in our life this week, according to this word in Jesus name. Whether you've accepted Christ before or you fell away or whatever the case may be, or you never accepted him before in your life, please raise your right hand and stretch it forth uh, as a point of contact. Stretch forth your right hand to faith and repeat after me wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry for the wrong I've done and the wrong I've ever been. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. I want to live for you. Therefore, 
I declare, I declare with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord, the soon coming Messiah. I believe that God, the father raised him from the dead and now sits at the right hand of the father making intercession for me. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for salvation by faith through grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. And we said amen. My friend, my brother, my sister, if you prayed that prayer, you are saved, you are redeemed, you are renewed, you have a fresh lease on life, and there are, are, are legions of angels in heaven praising God on you coming into the family. And uh, we praise as well with them in the name of Jesus. Glory to God for those who have chosen to accept Christ or to return to Christ. If this was you, please write us. Contact us at therealchurchofthedesert.com and let us know. Or you can go on therealchurchofthedesert.com and uh, there's a form there you can click on and you can let us know your testimony. You can let us know that you accepted Christ for the first time or that you have backslidden and now you're back. And for those that would like to be a part of the fertile ground and what God is doing as we're quickly moving to in-person services, yet getting it done now, getting things done in the community now, if you want to be a part of this, if you've been drawn by the by the spirit, by, by seeing God do such things in such a small amount of time, if the word has been ministering to you and you've been, I know a lot of y'all have been coming on, as they say, peaking and not speaking, getting that word. If you know the Lord's drawing you, I invite you to join uh, the Real Church of the Desert Cathedral Incorporated. You can start the acclamation process by going to the Real Church of the Desert.com and in the right hand corner, click Join COD Cathedral, follow the prompts, and we will get right with you uh, as we're notified on that submission. Uh, new members, I will be sharing the fire Sunday finally. I know y'all been waiting. Uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday which is the first Saturday in July, we'll be having our first new members class. Amen. Glory be to God for that. And the following week, that group will begin discipleship training over the course of the next few weeks. Amen. As you guys know, when you join CLD Cathedral, uh, new members class is mandatory for everybody, regardless of what ranking and credentials you came in with. And the discipleship training is mandatory, especially if you want to volunteer or serve so that we're all on the same page in the name of Jesus. Well, we've done that. Um, let's prepare to celebrate the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper. Amen. Glory be to God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's prepare to share the Lord's Supper. Please remember, if you have not been water baptized yet, this part of service is not for you. You do need to be water baptized to properly take or, or take a partake, excuse me, in a celebration of the Eucharist. Amen. Um, and if you need to be water baptized, please don't hesitate to DM us on any of our social media platforms or email us at contact us at therealchurchofthedesert.com and we will get you scheduled to be water baptized in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> With that being said, all heads are bowed, all eyes are closed. Lord Jesus, we once again come to you asking you to forgive us for all of our sins, any shortcomings, anything that is unpleasing to you. We actually created us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within us. 
Make us fresh. Make us whiter than snow. We confess it. We're not perfect. Make us better. Bless this bread. Bless this uh, drink that is symbolic to your broken body and the shed blood of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. We thank you for everything that was willed to us uh, from keeping this in remembrance, this sacrament. And we thank you as we seal this word tonight. We seal our prayer requests. We seal our declarations. We seal our, our belief in you. That God, you got it under control. You're fighting that battle for us. And we're determined to show up this week for the battle. We seal it with the celebration of the Eucharist. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Oh, yes, Lord. According to 1 Corinthians 11, 12, 23b through 25, the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way that after supper, he took the cup, saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Uh, we've already prayed, but right now I just want to take an extra second to allow everybody to close their eyes and just reflect for a moment. Just reflect for a moment. Because we are not supposed to take communion if we have bitterness or an unforgiving attitude in our hearts. We are not. So take a second or two to get that up out of here so we can continue. Take a few moments to allow the Holy Spirit to search your heart and show you if you're holding grudges against anybody. And if you are, ask God to help you and forgive you to let it go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, any bitterness or any hatred or any anger in my heart as your servant against anyone or anything, I ask you by faith in the name of Jesus to remove it. I let it go by faith in the name of Jesus. No bitterness, no anger. Let it go, let it go, let it go. He That you may not drink and eat damnation to yourselves. Let it go, let it go. Let it go in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Amen. Let it go, let it go. So again, the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. He had took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and eat ye all. Amen. Amen. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Take and drink ye all. Amen. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood 
for me one day when i was lost jesus died upon a cross and i know it was the blood for me father thank you for your sacrifice thank you for what you did on the cross to allow us to have a relationship with you thank you for your grace and forgiveness and help us to honor you with our everyday lives in jesus name we do pray now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise god our savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever and the lord bless you and the lord keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face towards you and give you peace in the matchless name of jesus we do pray and declare and everyone said amen hey it's been a wonderful word. This again was part one of a four part series we'll be covering here on Bible studies uh, or uh, midweek engagement, which is another term for Bible study. I'm excited to go through this guy through this with you guys. Um, I was reminded of some principles as I've been preparing for this and we'll stay on it. We have to make sure we take a step in that natural so the Lord can work that supernatural uh, when your bishop. Went and checked out that property, not knowing how it would happen. Uh, and went and met with the people and started making the calls and putting the project proposals together and reaching out to the cities and all that. That was my natural steps. Believing that God is going to take care of the rest. He will provide. He will send it from the left and the right. The Bible says that men and women shall give unto our bosoms. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in the name of Jesus. So... I pray that the word bless you. Uh, I do pray that the Lord, the word bless you tonight. Uh, if you got here late and you didn't have a chance to sow, I want to give you a chance to do so now. Whether you want to sow tithe and offerings, whether you are sowing a free will gift to help us accomplish the work in the earth, whether you want to give towards the building fund, which you can do and click building fund uh, with the property that we're working on. We have the 50% mark technically with the way it would go. So, uh, we're, we're, we're praying for assistance. We need y'all help. Bishop cannot do it alone. This is our church that we're doing to push God's work. But Bishop cannot do it alone. I need your help. Amen. Prayerfully, the word bless you tonight. Encourage you to give God what's already his. Because uh, it's about getting what he has for you to you. Amen. That's what it's about. It ain't got nothing to do with Bishop. It's what he has for you. So I encourage you to continue to be obedient. Those who have already given, thanks, uh, God, uh, thank you for being obedient to the Lord and for sowing into the kingdom of God, helping us accomplish this great work in the area. I am, I am your bishop. I am your pastor, uh, uh, and I love you with the love of the Lord. Um, and there's really nothing y'all can do about it. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you with the with the love of the Lord. So please like and share. It was a dynamic word tonight for us. Again, I am the Right Reverend Dr. Kenneth K. Booth Jr., also known to others as the Right Reverend Dr. Sir Maestro, same person, higher purpose. We praise God for his goodness and mercy. Remember, I love you with the love of the Lord, and there's not a thing you can do about it. And 